celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405. That's the number to connect here on Animal Radio. Grab your animals, bring them on around the radio. We have ours, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, recovering two weeks out from luxating patella surgery. She had her knee, she had a trick knee. That's what they call that in layman's terms. And she had that fixed. What is the uh, procedure actually called when they fix that, Doc? You know, it varies. There's a lot of different types of uh, surgical steps that they can take. But it kind of depends whether it's a a groove procedure or a... uh, uh, lateral advancement um so there's there's actually a lot of different they actually steps didn't have to do done. a lateral advancement no. they didn't have to do a, she a tore groove. the the ligament i guess to ripped it something that goes over the she knee tore her patellar ligament which okay. is a kind of a little different variation on that so okay. yeah well she's uh, so, doing fine now she looks good like, it's hard to believe i'm not have, doing fine i'm uh, the one that has to try to keep her she down is That's a little bit uh, active that is yes. the problem and we don't want to sedate her or anything. We don't believe in that. Uh, she's running around. Today, she's taken a couple of calls already, and uh, we just need to let her relax a well, little bit. You know, bit. it's like that other guy that I was listening to with his dog. When she walks, she uses a leg, but if she's in a hurry, she picks that, that, picks fourth, that fourth leg, leg up, up and takes off on three. That's why they were given all those extra legs. You know, I've actually seen patients. I've seen a patient with two legs be able to run, and wow. it was amazing um, the, the feats that animal can overcome. Um, so, yeah, one leg doesn't bother them. Amazing, amazing. Hey, we're going to go back to the phones here in just a second here at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you have a medical question or you want to talk to the animal communicator, Joy Turner or Joy Volani. Or Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Now is the time to dial. You have a brand new addition to your to your household. You have Boss. How's Boss? Uh, he's a delight, but boy, has he got a personality, man! Oh. <laughs> I keep changing what I think he is. You know, my DNA test is still out. I'm still waiting. Oh. And uh, at first, I thought he was part Dachshund and Shih Tzu, and now I'm thinking it's Chihuahua in Shih Tzu because he is all bossiness. Yeah, oh. Good but luck he's, with he's that. fun. Is he bossiness with? people or with the other dogs just with the other dogs with my 85 pound labrador you know he grabs his you know huge kong toy and stands over and goes <laughs> and, and just how basically says it's mine don't touch it and how many pounds is he seven <laughs> yeah your first small dog <laughs> it is and i'm i'm loving this small dog lifestyle you know the sitting him on my lap and petting him and you know i feel like i've missed out i mean i love my big dogs but it is definitely it's a new world when uh, when you switch over to the little guys well you should uh bring him in next week yes, if you will I'd love and to see uh, him. we'd love to see him <laughs> Stacy Cohn working hard in the newsroom. What's going on? Well, I think the saying was as strong as an ox, but how about having your heart be as strong as a bear's? Research has found a brand new treatment for an abnormal heart rate in a very unlikely place, huh. and it involves a bear. Huh. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. I know there's been a lot of bear stories in the last few news. The weeks. bears. Also on the show today, the real poop scoop on pet sitting, creating financial freedom, playing with pets. It's a brand new book by Bonnie Best, and Bonnie will be joining us in just a few minutes to tell you how you can make lots of money. Yeah, she says, well, she doesn't say, but Vlade says that there are some people that make up to six figures. All the time, especially in the area where I live, in the SoCal, and Newport Beach, and, uh, you know, in Orange County, this is the norm. Jeez. Vlad is actually teaching his kid to be a pet sitter. Instead of following his footsteps of a trainer, 
but a pet sitter because it, it makes, it makes more, more money. money. And uh, this is interesting enough. My son is um, right now is trying to develop his business as the pet sitter. By the way, yes, and I mean, he goes not in the dog training right now, but in the pet sitting uh, field. That's uh, on the way here at Animal Radio. Hey, Kale. Today I also would like to talk about three things which is driving me nuts. What's driving every you time nuts, Mother? Three things. What? Um, oh my gosh! When, when I come to my client's home and oh, they start to ask me those three questions, were driving me crazy. Number one. I want my dog to bark, Vlade, because I tell them no bark, no barking policies. Oh, those people, and most of them Europeans, you know, <laughs> because you see in Europe, if the dog bites someone, eh, come on, you give some vodka or something, and you're done with that, you know. And the barking, you know, they say, oh, I want my dog to tell me if somebody's here. Listen, people, most of you don't live in Moscow or in Detroit or Santa Ana here in California where the gun shot like a doorbell. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. I'm Judy Francis. Are the phones ringing? They're ringing off the hook. Who, who do they want to talk to today? Oh, gosh. We've got everything. We've got calls from dogs that won't poop outside to cats that are feral. So it just varies. Okay. So we got Dr. Debbie here. She's answering those medical questions yeah. that you might have about your animals. Those behavior ones, like the dog pooping outside, that those are for Vladi the world. Yeah, famous we give Vladi answers a poop call. He can fix those pretty fast. Yeah, you can. If you want to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner, she's here and present, and uh, groomer Joey Volani also here. Well, not actually. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to know where he is. <laughs> he should be here, and uh, he hasn't texted me this morning, so I hope he's okay. Joey, if you're listening to the show now, call in. Get please. your butt here. Stacy, working on news. What do you got going on? Well, the city of L.A. is really trying to save money. They're doing things the old-fashioned way. Yeah. They've hired goats. Goats? <laughs> They've hired goats to mow the lawn. I am serious. At $1,250 an acre. I'll tell you all about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. one 405 Let's hit the phones right now. Hi, Laura. Hi. Did you need to talk to Dr. Debbie? Yes, I sure do. She's right here. Hi All there. Right. Um, I have a young male cat. He was my neighbor's. Uh, he was born at my neighbor's house, and he was wild outside. And I kind of coaxed him over to my house, and um, I put a uh, one of those Labistro automatic feeders with some automatic water because my husband and I are gone for a week at a time, and okay. um, and he pretty much kept showing up, and about two months later, I told my husband if he's still there, we'd go ahead and neuter him. So on our vacation, we had him neutered, and I brought him into the house for two weeks, and then I put him back out when we left. And then um, it's been kind of that way ever since for about another three weeks. So he's only been neutered about a month. Um, But... I'm having kind of some issues with him. I I have, like, Jekyll and Hyde thing going on. When he's inside, he's real friendly. He'll lay down, let you pet him and everything else. But the minute I put him outside, he doesn't want anything to do with me, and it's hard to get him back inside. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of wondering. I try to coax him in with um, wet food, but um, he's kind of gotten... 
the, the hang of that and it's not real interested. And I'm kind of wondering, is this something that'll slowly over time go away with, with just keep keeping doing the same thing? Or, am, you know, I'm just kind of lost. I have this cat with two personalities. Okay, so I want to make be sure I'm clear. Now, since you've gotten him neutered and he's, you know, you're back into the regular routine of things, does he come into the home and is he in kind of good spirits and kind of like a happy cat at sometimes? Yeah, once I get him inside, he is. But this last time, um, I I had a real hard time getting him in the house. Okay. And I haven't. My neighbor's cat is male. He comes in all the time and. Um, you know, and uh, he'll eat the food, and that kind of brings my cat in. But that's the only way I've been able to get him in is manipulating him to come inside. Yeah. But he's inside for two or three days while we're home, and then he becomes a, just a normal cat. But the minute I put him out, he goes right back to being afraid, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, and, and this is truly the tale of two cats here because um, we have two d- different environments that this kitty's come to know. And outdoors, you know, it's an unpredictable environment. Um, he's got to watch his back. He, you know, he has to behave as a different kitty in that environment versus in the indoor setting. Now, not every cat can make that transition. It's kind of interesting from what you're saying that he does acclimate within a course of a few days and that he does well indoors because a lot of kitties that are just truly kind of stick to their feral roots, they don't always quite um, kind of cozy into the whole house cat scenario. So for me, I don't know that I would expect him to behave like an indoor cat when you see him outside. The trick truly is in winning the hearts of feral cats and cats that are fearful of us is food. And um, it can be tough if he is outdoors and he has access to other food items, whether they're moving, crawling, running, or other kibble items outdoors, because the food motivation is somewhat diminished if he's already been fed and he's already satisfied. So if you control the food and don't have that feeder sitting there, then you have a direct correlation to happy feelings for kitties. Um, Most cats love to eat. They enjoy it. It's a fun experience. So if you are the link that brings that enjoyment to him, that makes you a better thing in his world all the way around. So um, ditch the automatic feeders, be his personal food resource, and use that to the best of your ability to make him um, hopefully um, enjoy the setting that you're asking him to. And if he doesn't enjoy it, you know, I, I'd say you got to respect his wishes and what he wants and what he's looking for in his life. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know if you're, are you looking to turn him into an indoor kitty long term? It doesn't sound like your lifestyle is going to be that. Um, right now, um, it, it ha- it, we're, like I said, we're away from the house for a week at a time, so I really can't do much with him Um when um, my husband and I come off the road, hopefully in a year or so, then um, then he would be in a lot more, probably about 80 or 90 percent of the time. Um, mm-hmm. He's young, so I was kind of hoping, and he's really cute. He's really sweet, so I was kind of hoping I could I could it make his inside experience lovable. You know, it's really hot where I live, and it's. You know, we have air conditioning. I was hoping that that would entice him inside. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he'd have to live outside while we're gone. 
and I'd been taking his cat box and putting it out in the yard, you know, um, emptying it out in the yard so he smells his smells and trying to make it more inviting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's the the great thing with uh, you know the indoor cat experience. It can be tough to make it you know as as wonderful as the outdoor experience. So you want to make sure you're also giving him some good other opportunities for when he's indoors. I mean, you're a great thing. The food's nice inside, and he's got shelter. But you also want to not let him be bored. So if you have a little cat um, condo that you can sit by a window, you have a little kitty patio. Um, interactive food toys are great to keep them busy and keep them active, and not just be in a a couch potato cat, if you will, when he's indoors. Um, because if he enjoys that activity outdoors, you know, he's not going to want to give that up. So there, there's got to be something that we can best uh, s- simulate his outdoor environment. Uh, you know, one other tip I have as far as for, you know, making this fellow really want to come to you for food, um, in many cases, you can train cats, just like dogs, to clicker training. So you can train them either to a bell or to a clicker when the food call comes. So when the chow comes down and you set down that food, you ring a bell or you click a clicker and that helps to be that audible alert and just like good old Pavlov who trained those dogs when they heard a sound that they were going to eat your kitty um, will learn that same sound uh, relation to the food so that might be one other way to get your uh, appearance as something that he gets excited about when you're coming around so hope that's of some help for you there Laura and uh, all right thank you so much you're welcome thank you so much for your call 1-866-405-8405 Hi, this is Emmylou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or a checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaandChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S. Yes, dot com.
Join Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America as they team up for the third annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Mobile Adoption Tour. Sponsored by Protection One, Animal Radio, Adopters Advantage, and American Muttergrease Club. The life-saving tour kicks off September 7th and travels across the United States to raise awareness of the importance of adopting a pet from a shelter. One lucky pup will be featured in an upcoming issue of Fido Friendly Magazine. Log on to AnimalLeague.org or FidoFriendly.com slash blog to learn more. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You want to talk to Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, or Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Susan Sims. She has very good news today about something going on in about a week. Ooh, I like good news. This time of year, if you if you know about the Route 66 tour. Kicking off this time in Los Angeles, all the details on the way. And uh, Stacy Cohn working hard in the newsroom. What's going on? Well, coming up, I've got a list of some of the things that can really be dangerous to your pets. And one of them, believe it or not, is macadamia nuts. They can Ooh. actually cause your dog to become paralyzed. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Denise, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Indiana. Indiana. Have you ever been to Indiana, Vlade? No, but I heard it's a very beautiful place. Hi, Denise. You're with me, and I just heard that news, and I was thinking, you know what I think most dangerous things to the dog for untrained dog is the cat, you know? <laughs> because it's it's a bad enough cat, cat is... No, it's a good enough. The cat is a good exerciser for the dog, but wait, if the cat wait, runs... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, you know I'm joking. But, you know, if the cat is run and dog is chased, that's going to become a big problem. Denise, how can I help you? Well, we have a five-month-old English bulldog that Which we one? got about nine weeks old. English and bulldog, he right? To poop outside. Mm-hmm. English bulldog, okay. Yes. Not the mastiff, okay. No. Because, uh, but English bulldog. Uh, for everyone who's listening to me, three best breeds for the uh, family with the little kids: English bulldog, bull mastiff, and boxer. Go ahead, Denise. Well, she just um, refuses to poop outside. I take her out before she eats and after she eats. Um, at the beginning, we knew she, we finally figured out with the vet that she had some issues with chicken, and we changed her food, and she does her business while she walks. But she just sometimes she'll go immediately as soon as she can be away from you. Seems to be when mm-hmm. she goes, and she can get to carpet. <laughs> okay, Denise, I'm sorry to tell you, you probably also would not appreciate if somebody watching you while you're pooping. So the same things the dogs do. We have to respect their privacy, and I'm sure you have a fenced backyard, don't you? No, I do not. Yeah, that's a little bit problem. Here is, here is, but I really appreciate you kind of girl straight to the point. You know, sometimes I'm here long life story before the people, and I still don't understand sometimes. I mean, it's five minutes people talk, I don't understand what they're talking about. They believe that I need to know, they believe their situation is so unique, Denise. They don't know that Vladi is the master of the dog trainer who comes to the people's home for 30 years now, and uh, in five countries around the world, on top of seven years of learning animal behavior and working with dolphins and wolves and monkeys in Moscow University. So, so for me, the thing which you ask me right now, and I'm so appreciative of you calling, because, um, you know, 
it's like you asking the brain surgeon to put the shot in the dog butt. So the situation oh, okay. which you're Sorry. having, it, <laughs> it means very easy. It, it it means I can help you. It means uh, I just need to give you one secret, and okay. you and your English bulldog is going to poop outside. Are you ready? I am so ready. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay. So, <laughs> hell, what are you laughing at all the time Sorry when I'm that. talking? I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. It's just happening. Every time when I open my mouth, people I know. Laugh. It's kind of naturally, I, I guess. That, I wish I could do that. Before you yeah, no, no, you cannot. Body. Yeah, plus, plus you don't have uh, this accent, you know, so it's not going to work for you. So, you see, I'm not afraid about the time because my producer is already looking at me because I can tell that little thing which that lady doesn't do in five seconds, Judy. So don't look at me like that. Okay, okay. Okay, so here's what she needs to do. Just the simplest thing. I want you, at least for one week, to create the Russian... A boot camp or a German gulag in your house. What I mean, it doesn't sound good, I understand, but it's a simple thing. Just, I wish I could tell your English bulldog. What is his name? Uh, pumpkin. Pumpkin, please! Please! <laughs> Poop outside! Mom doesn't want you to pee, to poop inside! But nobody can do that. Even its own mother can know. So we just yeah. can recreate those old habits. Tell me, tell me, hell, just straight to the point, Larry. Straight to the point. Okay. No, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I've been trying. I know you're enjoying. <laughs> you're enjoying me. I know. As many other people. Sometimes I come to the clients. They don't even want to train dog with me. They just want to talk to me, show me some, give me tea, or just talk about their life stories. They actually Especially tip here. you, don't they? When you're done, <laughs> you they give you a little, me, like, yeah, 10, 15 dollar tip. Yep. Exactly. In Newport Beach, oh, my gosh. Do you know, uh, do you know what the Newport Beach, California? It's a very unique place. Most I've people here pictures. like a like a falling from the falling from the mo from the moon. There's that attitude is. But anyway, here's what you here's what I wanted to do. Uh, I want you for one two weeks. Every time when you go outside, make sure attached to your dog a um, long line, like a clothes line, so he would not feel the weight, almost like string. You could. You could, I understand he, it's going to get dirty, but you know what? You can disconnect it before getting him in. But all that you need to grab somewhere and pull him and, and step on it so he would not run away. So I want to make sure that he, has a, he doesn't feel you are too close, number one. Number two, I want to keep him moving. Uh, English bulldog, they are like a big babies. They don't want to move. And once you get his moving, especially in the cold weather, in the morning, uh, the muscle is going to release itself, relax itself, and uh, he's going to poop. But here's what could happen. No matter what you do, he will not poop. And here's what I want you to do. He goes back in the crate. And I don't care if for the two weeks he's going to be or in the crate or he's going to be with you outside. All what it takes, my dear Denise, to catch him two, three times while he's pooping. As he's pooping, good boy, good boy. And you got to tell him, go party, go poop, go poop, go poop, go poop. He poops, good boy, high pitch, and you give him treats. 
two, three times, he gonna poop, he gonna poop from the time on, and don't even clean, clean it up for, for the few days. It's very important to, to leave it there. But remember, and I want you to hear me well, for two weeks, he did not poop, he goes inside in the crate. If you wanna supervise him, that's fine. Let him supervise, but if you supervise him, or if he's in the crate in 20 minutes, take him, or 30 minutes, or one hour, take him back outside and ask him to poop and play with him. Play, 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 after go poop, go poop. He didn't poop back in the crate, back and forth. Three times he poops, he will poop from the time on. And thank you for calling us. She poops in the crate. If the dog poops in the crate, you got to get a very small crate. No, I'm, I'm, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for calling me. Sorry. Uh, yeah, a very small crate, plastic one, so he could not get up. Once he cannot get up, like, he, he needs to not to get up. He can get up, but he should feel the ceiling, like back in the Soviet Union apartments. So he should feel it. If he feels the ceiling, normally plastic crates that way, uh, you know, you've done it because he's not going to poop. Remember, you have to do whatever it takes. So he okay. would not poop in the crate. Just, just be creative. It's simple. I've done this all the time. I do it all the time. It's works. Okay. It's well, works. If you work. My problem is they fit, and so, but we had a wire one, and I had a. No, 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 no. Plastic one. Plastic wire. one. <laughs> Denise, send me personal email. My website is www. SoCalDogTraining.com SoCal, I've been told by my kids whole America knows what the SoCal so I'm not going to tell you how to spell it plus if you're asking Russian how to spell it's just asking how cat to swim thank you for calling me one 405 to connect with any one of the dream team let's uh, take another call for Dr. Debbie, how about that Dr. Debbie, and we have Henry on the phone hi Henry hi, I have a uh kind of a geriatric old black cat he's my favorite cat he's getting kind of old there and i noticed that he has a uh patch on his rear side that doesn't seem to ever heal and uh it gets bigger and he bites at it all the time i noticed though that it kind of recovers never fully when i give him uh his flea drops for the month hmm. okay so it gets better when he is treated for his flea tra- treatment yeah. The family actually thinks that it might be dust mites, but, you know, I, I wanted to get the official doctor. <laughs> yeah, it looks bad, but it, it gets better around the periphery. Okay. Well, well, definitely, you know, fleas actually are the number one um, allergenic um, material for cats. So when they have skin disease and they're chewing and scratching, approximately 80% of the time it's flea allergy disease. Um, so that's the number one thing. So if the flea treatment seems to be helping, yeah, that could be part of the thing. Now, whether or not it's mites or something microscopic, ah, you know, possibly. Um, in an, is this an indoor kitty or an outdoor kitty? Uh, well, it's an indoor and outdoor kitty. You know, he. We're trying to get him to. We we have a big house. You know what I mean. We can't. He likes to run. <laughs> you know what I mean. He's supposed <laughs> to be inside, but you know he. He gets in and out. You know. Okay. Just because, you know, for an older cat that's indoors, um, mites aren't terribly common unless there's something else going on. So when they're immunosuppressed or some other disease process is going on, and then maybe we can have a mite problem. But, you know, actually, skin disease in older cats can even occur with health problems like diabetes and thyroid problems. So if this is a geriatric kitty, um, it might be well worth a trip to the vet to make sure we don't have something like that going on. Um, and then really focus 
focus on some of the, the skin treatments that we might try beyond the flea treatment. And those might include um, certainly uh, types of hypoallergenic diets that we can try using. Um, and for some kitties, it's really a matter of making sure that um, all the ins and the outs are good, that we're on a good quality diet, we're doing regular grooming procedures, and then, you know, checking out things like even arthritis in older kitties. It's a subtle, silent problem that they don't often complain about, but I do see cats groom themselves excessively in the hindquarters areas when they are having pain down there. So it can be one of those kind of things that you don't always know about. And cats aren't like dogs. You know, they don't often show like that limp, that gimp with arthritis. Um, And it really has to be detected by an x-ray to see if they've got spinal problems or hip problems. Um, But a little treatment with some glucosamine might be a uh, trick to try as well to see if your kitty is having some of those aching joints that comes along with old age. Okay, thank you so much because that excessive licking uh, and and that that just that description how he's moving does sound mm-hmm. kind of like you know you get key points even without being here. Oh, well, good. Hey, reaching across those radio waves to help our listeners. Thank you so much, Henry, and okay. give your kitty a good scratch on the head for us. Um, well, thank you for your call. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're waiting here at one eight six one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. God, you're good. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love animal radio. Please help every way you can to make life better for our animals. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Want your heart to be as strong as a bear's? Well, research has found a new possible treatment for an abnormal heart rate in an unlikely place. Bear poop. Yeah, I told you, unlikely. A chemical in bear bile, it's a fluid that aids in digestion, may regulate the heart's rhythm in people who have had a heart attack. This is according to a recent study by Imperial College in London. While cell phones are often cited as a big distraction to drivers, they aren't the only thing that can steal away the attention of somebody behind the wheel. A recent survey from AAA and the pet travel product manufacturer Kurgo shows that how dangerous it can be to be on the road with your dog. More than 45% of the respondents say that they've had their dog with them in the car at least once a month for the past year. Most say that they've taken their mind off the road to pet their friend, and many say they reach into the back seat to interact with the dog as they head down the road. They also take their hands off the wheel to hold their dog when they're braking. Some let their dogs sit in their lap as they drive. Usually those little yappy dogs do that. Others admit they've actually taken their hands and eyes off the road to snap photos of their dog. Needless to say, driving with your pets, you just need to use common sense and keep both hands and eyes on the wheel and the road. Nestle Purina is uh, voluntary recalling a limited number of 3.5 and 7-pound bags of its Purina One Vibrant Maturity 7-plus dry cat food from a single production run, and they shipped it to customers in 12 states in December 2010. This is being done because some of the bags of the product have been found to be contaminated with salmonella. If you'd like to get the recall numbers, please go to our site at animalradio.com, and you can find the UPC code and... um, the production code and the by date 
on the back or bottom of the bag. Well, they're doing it the old-fashioned way in L.A., a scrubby patch of land in the middle of downtown in L.A. Not much to look at, but in the span of a few days, the weeds on the patch along South Hill Street have gone from a few feet tall to mere inches, thanks to a herd of goats. Yeah, they hired goats to gobble up about 15 pounds of grass, and uh, they've become something of a sightseeing attraction in the downtown area. Using goats to clear roadsides and public lands of brush and weeds, that's hardly new. Our ancestors have done it, but usually they tend to work far from downtown, of course. In Southern California, where wildfires are a constant threat, municipal governments have increasingly moved to hiring goats rather than relying on weed whackers to clear dry land. It saves money, and it's better for the environment. Environmental land management charges an average of $1,250 an acre for their goat service. By now, the fourth year that the goats have been used to clearing this steep hillside, it's known as Angel's Coal, and they've become a summer tradition. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. It's Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. 1-866-405-8405. It's toll-free to talk to anyone of the Dream Team. I believe we have a call for Joy Turner, and it's Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Welcome to the show. Hi. What's going on? Well, I have two dogs, one in particular that uh, she's showing odd behavior, and we can't not figure out why. Uh, she barks uh, uncontrollably. She seems just different. <laughs> and the okay. other one we've... He kind of found us during a storm last year, and we cannot figure out what's happened to him. Okay, Pamela, so tell me the dog's name. Uh, the first one would be Roxy. She's Roxy is a girl? Behavior. And Roxy is a girl? Yeah. And she's the one that barks uncontrollably? Yeah, for no reason, just barking at somebody or just like to get attention, but I'm not sure why. Is that a new behavior for her? No, it's not new, but it's becoming increasingly more. Okay, and tell me what kind of a dog Roxy is. She's a boxer, and she's rather old. Okay, well, the first thing she tells me is that she thinks that the barking is quite natural for her and her kind of dog, which would be boxer dog. Uh-huh. That's the thing that you're going to need to have some kind of other training. For instance, Vlad would be able to help you more with some things that you could do to actually get her to be trained to stop barking. But generally, what I suggest is to, first of all, thank her 
for what she's doing, and then you need to try to redirect her uh-huh. to doing something else. And what she shows me is she sees a lot of things that she thinks you don't see, and I think some of these things are in her mind. In she has part. a little bit of kind of like doggy dementia happening here. That's possible. And so I would actually go have my vet check her out first okay, to see if they can find something that they might be able to medicate. Okay. That's the very great suggestions. I would just also add, just give your dog job to do. Just uh, give her physical and mental job instead of her, instead of her just jumping out of frustrations and uh, because she's jobless, just just exercise her, get her run back and forth chasing something, you know, be involved in this. After put the collar on leash and get her in the same area where she barks and just do simple exercises. Let's go, sit, stay, calm down. You will not believe how relaxed she will be and how kind and calm she will be. And after that, just provide her some toys chew toys, play yeah. toys, so she could be redirecting her attention on that things. And if you've done everything and beyond and uh, what the Joe Turner, Turner told you and nothing works, just correct her. And the best correction would be just using the device by name Pet Convincer. Um, just to Google it and that's it. And that's a really easy solution. Okay. You can also teach her tricks, Pamela, because boxers are incredibly intelligent. She's about so 10. teach her tricks to do and redirect her with the tricks. We can do that. Do you have time okay. for Lucky? Um, Hal? Go ahead. Lucky okay, so uh, what's the came next one? and lived in our, uh, we got hit by a tornado, and then two months later he came and lived in the pile of wood that we had stacked up from where our house used to be, and we coaxed him into the house. But he's, uh, I cannot understand his behavior at times. I don't know what, what past he's had. If he okay, was abused tell- or a show dog or. Tell me that one's name. His name is Lucky, and he's an Australian Shepherd. And what behaviors are you seeing that you're not understanding? Well, he seems afraid at times, and other times he'll jump up on my bed and he hovers over me like a dominance thing, but not in an aggressive manner. I can tell you from the connection I have with him, he's not being dominant. He is so terrified. His brain is still living back in that tornado. Okay. So he's afraid because he thinks at any moment the same thing could happen, and it was so incredibly terrorizing to him. I can't even use a word that's strong enough to tell you how terrorized he was. I can imagine. So and when he's over you, he's kind of a protective kind of a guy when yeah. he's out of his fear. So he's still afraid, but he's trying to protect you is the feelings that he sends to me. So... I would work at helping him become less fearful. You can use things like homeopathy. If you have a good uh, veterinary homeopathic person in your area, you could use them or you could check with someone that has flower essences. Um, you probably don't want to medicate this dog because if you medicate him like a Prozac or whatever they tend to always give dogs now, that's going to make him worse because he's going to be dulled, but his fear is going to be increased. I see. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with animal communicator Joy Turner. Also, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, helping you with your most vexing dog issues. Joey, are you there? I'm here, Al. I'm here. What? Where are you, man? Um, I'm in Sin City right now. I'm in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Hey. I I, I, heard, I heard it's uh, Las Vegas is the scamming capital of America. Is it true? The, the scamming capital of America. Yeah. Oh, they, they got they scammed me here. Well, uh, 
Are you there to see Rod Stewart tonight? You know what? I I, I am going to see Rod Stewart. <laughs> hey, that's Absolutely. not. You didn't tell Absolutely. me. Oh, my. I well, you know, every time I try to make plans with you guys to go to Las Vegas. You see, what a crappy piece of cell phone crap he has. What What's the deal? Do we lose him? I think so. We lost him. Someone get, oh my gosh. Gotta pay, get him back. Get him back on the phone there. <laughs> but we got the point. Yeah, he he's, about... he's in Las Vegas to, to see Rod Stewart. And... See, he says he's having a bad cell phone connection, but you and I know that he's having too much fun, so he probably hung up. Well, we all know. <laughs> Maybe he was drunk. We all know that uh, because he's a big Rod Stewart fan. In fact, one of his tattoos, if you didn't know this, he has a tattoo on his back. Which is a picture of Rod Stewart. And you know, you see a lot of tattoos on Joey Volani, but you don't know about that one on that, on his back. Of so, Rod Stewart. as soon as I knew, as soon as I knew Rod Stewart was going to be in Las Vegas. So that's what you're doing. You're giving away my secrets now, I'm right? I'm giving away your secrets. And of course, Joey Volani brought to you by Pet Stay, a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends at Flamingos, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay includes a food, uh, the water dish, the sleeping mat, the dog treats, and specialty room service menus. More details at Caesars.com slash Pet Stay Las Vegas. Now, I'm thinking you, you got your dog there, too, right? My dog's ordering room service on the other, on the other line. <laughs> That's why I'm on the cell phone, because the dog is using the um, hotel line to order up room service. Gotcha. Ah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, so you'll be back next week. Is that correct? I'll be back next week with bells on there, baby. You can't keep me away. Okay. There you go. Joey Villani checking out Rod Stewart tonight at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Tickets start at $49. They go to $250. You're a big Rod oh, Stewart I, I, fan. Yeah. I actually... hey, hey, you know, there's, there's people already lining up. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. People lining up to go to this show already. You want to be up front, don't you, Yeah, I, I had a dream about him that I was married to him. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let them know that you know me, and maybe you will get, you know, ahead of the line, okay. you know, without secret. You know, I'm going to have him sign my check, okay? So I'll take a picture of it send you. There you go. Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we'll be back next week here on Animal Radio to answer your phone calls as well as uh, give you a tip. Thanks, Pets Day, for sponsoring Animal Radio and sending Joey Volani to Vegas. This is Animal Radio. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. What's super cool in pet carriers? The Zazuka. It rolls. That's right, on wheels. And it's not just two wheels. Zazuka has four wheels that are double stacked to glide right over curbs and upstairs. Furry friends can catch the view through the soft mesh sides in the front window. The frame is so sturdy, you can sit on it. And the whole thing can be secured with a standard seat belt while you're in the car. Check out Zazuka at Zuka.com. That's Z-U-C-A dot when I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. 
Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. What's Japan's most popular dog? The Chihuahua. Thanks to a series of TV commercials featuring these tiny little dogs, people are going crazy for these lovable lap dogs. The bad news is the desire for a Chihuahua is so great that breeders can't keep up with the demand. And that's creating a problem involving Chihuahua abductions. After breaking into homes across Tokyo, dog natchers can sell a stolen Chihuahua for over $2,000, leaving behind many grieving owners. As breeders catch up with the demand, it's thought the Chihuahua abductions will taper off. But in the meantime, owners are keeping their lap dogs in their laps. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Look at my teeth. Don't they look white? They look so shiny They look and white clean. and shiny. I'm using the same stuff that Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog uses on her teeth. Really? And that's the uh, Tropiclean gel. And it tastes good. I know. You and Joey <laughs> like playing with that gel and squishing it between your teeth. I saw you two on break. I got to tell you, well, at first, I, you know, and it might sound weird, first of all, but as soon as I saw how clean Ladybug's teeth were, then I said, <laughs> okay, this is something that I want to put. In Why my not mouth, try it? I yeah. would try it. Yeah, I usually try everything my dog uses anyway. Yes, you do. I think that's uh, their food. Got to try their food. Make sure their food tastes yeah. good. And I remember there were some biscuits or cookies that you turned kind of green from. They didn't agree with you. Yeah, and I never gave those to my animal. <laughs> you know, a funny thing is I do that very same thing. It's, that shows the sign of a good pet parent when you try the items before you That's my it. theory. That catnip toy, I'll tell you, I'll roll around on the floor for hours <laughs> with that darn catnip toy. You know who we have on the phone with us is our top dog from Tropicline, Derek Kassebaum, who's, uh, and if you might remember, just a few months back, we were entering Ladybug in the Tropicline Fresh Smile contest. Best, Best smile, smile contest. contest. Best pet smile. There were a lot of uh, great pictures, and they've actually gone through all of the uh, the rounds, and now they're going to be picking a grand prize winner, so I figured we'd get Derek on the phone. Hey, Derek, welcome back. Thank you very much. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. Bring us up to speed now. We have, uh, how many rounds have we had that you've selected winners from each round? Uh, there are six of those rounds. Six rounds. So out of those six, one of those will get the big grand prize, yeah? That's right, and you can actually go online and uh, d- uh, do the voting yourself. I like it when you put it into our hands to do the voting. That's right. You can go on, look at, uh, go on the website, look at the different dogs, and you get to vote. Uh, they can, everybody gets to uh, make their favorite choice. Okay, and what will the uh, grand prize winner get? Sure, they're going to get $1,500 uh, uh, donated to their fair, favorite charity. Good. And they're also going to get $1,000 of uh, trafficking products uh, for free. Wow. Wow. And, and I understand there's also a Sunny High Def camcorder in there, too. That's right. That's right. The website to vote for the grand prize is, is probably the TropicCleanBestSmile.com website still, right? That is correct. Okay, so I'm going to put that website over at AnimalRadio.com just in case you're driving and you can't remember. It's TropicCleanBestSmile.com. And how long do we have to vote? And how many times can we vote? Sure. Uh, one time. Each person can vote once. And you have to the end of August to vote. Go vote right now for the six-round winners and pick your grand prize winner, Tropic 
keepaclean.bestsmile.com is the website. Derek, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. We have more Animal Radio on the way. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Well, today is definitely one of those days in Central California where you look out the window, and we are looking out the window, and wish we were outside. <laughs> it's uh, it's beautiful, and as soon as the show is over, uh, we're going to load up the uh, the dogs and the cats and all the animals and take them out. Another one for Dr. Debbie. We have Gina on the phones. Hi, Gina. Welcome to Animal Radio. Hi. What's going on? Um... I've got a, I, I told the, your receptionist that he's about two or about two years old. But okay, tell us, tell us all from the three. beginning. Tell us all from the beginning because we know nothing over here. The receptionist. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> um, I acquired a, a small kitten. Uh, he was uh, born outside and I took him in. Now he's three years old. Uh, I had already had another cat, an adult cat, at the time we got him, and his name is Buster, the one that I'm concerned about. He's the orange tabby. Uh, the uh, other one I had first is a Siamese. He's about, he's uh, five, I think he's five years old. And when we got this kitten, Buster, he got attached to the older cat, which is Connor. Now, he's, but the Buster's a very nervous cat. Um, after he was about a year old, my husband and I went on the road as truck drivers. So, um, we brought him with us and our older cat. Um, we stay out about six weeks at a time. When he's okay. on the truck and we happen to get up and go back to the sleeper, he go, he gets down. If he's asleep, he wakes up. He'll get down off the bunk and he'll go over there and sit by his food. It's like he's guarding his food. That's, that's what we take from it. Um, when I have water in the bowl for them, he seems to want to flash it out with his paw or move the bowl. So, uh, <laughs> of course, the water is being spilt while he's moving the bowl, and then sometimes it it will uh, he'll turn it over. Okay. Um, I don't know his purpose for all this. I know it's a certain behavior. I don't know if. I need to, you know, do something or what? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So is he spilling both the water and the food? No. Uh, the water gets splashed out in the floor, uh, and he'll move the water bowl out farther into the uh, walkway, walk mm-hmm. area. 
All right. Well, you know, there's a, kitties can be very um, uh, different in how they approach water. Some cats truly like it to be active, and they don't really like still water. Um, and one of the greatest inventions that they came up with was the cat drinking fountain. Those little automatic uh-huh. uh, water the automatic water dispensers that keep recycling that water, moving it. Some cats just need that movement to get excited about it. Um, and that might be one thing to consider for him. Um, when he's pawing and flipping at that, that can be his way of making it a game, making it fun, and uh, maybe killing a little bit of the boredom that can be from being in confinement there. Um, so that would be one great thing that I'd recommend for you there. Now, if he's pushing bowls around and we're worried about making messes, kind of a way to try to find a common ground here is to give him, you know, uh, uh, maybe a water fountain, maybe give him some food dispensing toys, the kind of toys that will spill out food so he can actually kind of have a little bit more of a game about the food. And then maybe that activity will be less directed towards the food bowls and you can actually have him become more of a play activity. Um, The next thing I would consider trying is actually some of the little baby bowls, you know, for kids that uh, sit at high chairs and, you know, push the bowls and the food hits the floor. They have those little suction cup bowls. And you can get one of those and secure it to, say, like a tray or some kind of larger plate. And then that will be one way to keep that bowl affixed and keep that from moving around when when the, the call to play comes along. Um, but you yeah. got to give them some outlets. you got to give them things to do or cats just get bored. They just don't have the kind of personalities. Oh, and he's a player, too. <laughs> he likes to play. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I guess, you know, I might even tap into Joy's resources here with kitties and and, and dancing water and all of this kind of thing. I mean, is it possible that this is just fun and games for him or he has something else on his agenda? He actually does like to play like this. So if there's a possibility of you giving him, for instance, water that he could play with, that would be good. And Dr. Debbie is exactly right. He is so bored sometimes he just doesn't know what to do so he invents his own stuff to do so give him stuff that you want him to do yeah well i didn't think of it that way but that makes sense because of the way he is he loves to play we have one of those here in the studio too they think they're a dog (laughs) (laughs) well i appreciate it let it let us know how it goes if you need a follow-up Feel free to give us a call. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 to get in touch with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Brought to you by Stella and Chewies. Of course, their meals have been famous for years now for the dogs, 100% raw meat. And their food is made without grains or fillers or artificial preservatives, colorings, uh, sugar, or salt. And now they have a cat food that's just as healthy as the dog food. It is a little more because cats need a little more protein. They have the Chick Chick Chicken flavor, the Super Beef Delicious, Charming Chicken Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken flavors for your cat now. And I'd like to send you a Stella and Chewy's sample. If you'd like one, head on over to our website, hit the Stella and Chewy's button, and send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. And we'll send you back a sample of Stella and Chewy. Yes, let your dog to try it before you buy it. It is very delicious and very nutritious. Delicious because, you know, it's just the raw meat and not too much uh, addition stuff. And uh, nutrition, again, because it's a meat and your dog, especially cat, must have a meat.
You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team. Stacy Cohn working hard in the newsroom. What's going on? Well, coming up, I've got a list of some of the things that can really be dangerous to your pets, and one of them, believe it or not, is macadamia nuts. Hmm. They can actually cause your dog to become paralyzed. Wow! I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Okay, we'll go to the phones in just a second. Uh, all here. And accounted for, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator, Joy Turner, groomer, Joy Volani, and Dr. Debbie All. That's your beck and call right now. In fact, the, all the phone lines are lit up. What, what is that, doctor? Uh, i get, I got to get Joy uh, for a personal consultation here. I got, I've got a little puppy question for her. Well, you're going to have to, just like everybody else, you're going to have to get on a, a phone. And call <laughs> you, have to, you have to call me, Dr. Debbie, so I can arrange it. No. What, what, Put me up, right? You, go, go ahead. We all use each other. Go ahead. What's going on? What's well, going on? And, you know, I guess my basic question was, you know, with puppies, I've had this guy two weeks. He doesn't know his name. So when you are communicating for a client, how do they, he doesn't know his name. I'm pretty confident that. So if, if you were to, if I have a question for you, can you talk to him? Because he doesn't know what you'd be calling him. I don't use the actual name when I communicate. When you talk to me about him, you give me a thing that is what I call an energy signature. It is an, like his own private little energetic phone number. So then I can just kind of ring up that energetic phone number and talk to him whether it's the name that you call him or not. Oh, cool. Well, then you got to help me here. Okay. Because <laughs> this little guy, he is just Mr. Energy, and he is very nippy, very chewy on my big lab. And he's a my big lab is a deer. He tolerates a lot, and he's kind of taken the brunt of things out of the two dogs. I would love these guys to kind of tone it down a bit, and I'm afraid my big guy's going to lose an eyeball because of these little puppy bites that he's sustaining to oh, the head. Oh, no. So... If you can help me facilitate so the little guy boss can understand that I don't want that kind of behavior to escalate because my big guy, he's just too good. He's just not going to say don't do it. He just is a gentleman. Okay. And one of the things that you're, by the way, when you call him boss, you send him a very bad signal. So you might want to consider something else because he is being exactly what you're telling him to be every time you call him. He doesn't see boss as being his name. He mm. sees it as being like his title, his position. Oh. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I guess I gave him a job, huh? Yeah. He has a job. You gave him the job of being the boss, and that's what he's being. And he's really pleased that these guys, that he can tell they're bigger physically, but he thinks that he's just so much smarter and so much wiser and so much everything than they are except for big. <laughs> that it's just not an issue to him to be the boss. So you might want to, first of all, consider changing his name to something else that is not boss. Like not the boss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't answer to that as a name because he doesn't see it as a name. He sees it, like I said, as a title or a position. Okay. That answers a lot okay. of questions there. Maybe maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you can get things under control if you, if you send out that different energy, that different name. So I want you to try that and let me know how that works next week. I like that. East meets West. 
Yeah. All right. And then I may be having to talk to Vladdy about other issues, too. Jeez. Isn't it great this is like a little co-op? Oh, we have this radio show? Okay, we're going to go back to the phones. It is toll-free. And indeed, Vlade has a three-month waiting list. But if you call now, you can get in to talk to him about your most vexing behavior issues, whatever they may be. Animal communicator Joey Turner is also here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Coming up, the real poop scoop on pet sitting. Can you make money pet sitting? Up to six figures? Whoa. My son is, um, right now, is trying to develop his business as the pet sitter. And there's a, a brand new book, and we're having the author on, and we'll also be giving away the book in just a few minutes. There. You stay away from that book, Judy. Yeah, I'm taking that one home. I really love our, new, our next guest, uh, who is the wonderful book writer, and I haven't seen the dog on that topic before. All right here on Animal Radio. This is Park Overall. I'm just thrilled about Animal Radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome, my friend, to Animal Radio. It is toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. On the other side of that phone, you'll find Judy Francis. She is screening your calls to speak to either Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions, animal communicator Joy Turner or groomer Joey Villani, or even Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, who is uh, back to answering calls. Doing vo- much better this week, by the way. Isn't I, it, she? Hard to believe she underwent the needle. I'm sorry, the, the, the knife the two knife. weeks ago. Yeah. And she's already uh, running around. Bounce back quick. It's hard. Now i got to keep her down. That's the hard part. Is that your, the biggest problem is keeping her down? Huh? Yeah. I'm glad to see that she's in a good mood and back for the show today. Coming up, the real poop scoop on pet sitting. What is this you say? Can you make money pet sitting? Heck yeah. <laughs> good Vladdy and, and I were talking about this in the green room just a few minutes ago, which, by the way, is not green. It's actually pink. But we were talking about how much these pet sitters can make. Up to up to six figures. Whoa, I'm in the wrong business. Absolutely. And there's a, a brand new book, and we're having the author on, and we'll also be giving away the book in just a few minutes. If you want to consider that for a career, yes, I do. Oh, absolutely. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did, Judy. <laughs> Stacy, what are you working on? So is your dog sporting a few extra pounds? Maybe he's a little chunky, doesn't look as slim and trim as yeah. he used to. Well, yeah. it's not your fault. Good. I'll tell you whose fault it is. Your mom's. It's your baby's fault. <laughs> I'll give you all the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Let's hit the phones. one 405 8405 Will you take another one, Dr. Debbie? I am. I'm ready. Let's do it. Which one? Line two. two. We have Randy. Hey, Randy. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Doing good. Where are you good. calling from? Well, I am uh, going eastbound on Interstate 80 through Nebraska. Wow. OTR? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Please don't call me, sir. That's my dad. <laughs> I have I have Dr. Debbie right here. She can help you. What's going on with your animal? Well, hey. Well, actually, well I was just wondering, you know, uh, I have a little corgi, a, a cardigan corgi, and... Uh, we go to some pretty strange areas. Uh, we go off out in the boonies all the time, and I'm constantly worried about, you know, scorpions and snakes and stuff like that. What kind of first aid should I have going? What kind of a, you know, if she was to get hit by a, a snake, mm-hmm. what should I do? Good question. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, I think every pet owner, especially if you travel, should have some form of a basic um, first aid kit. And that is going to be mimicking very much what you would have in your human first aid kit, but with some additions. And, and the things that I want to always make sure in a pet first aid kit we have um, are... Um, not just things like nail trimmers, but also the styptic solution because broken toenails come up all the time. Uh, I see it at animal events that I go to attend, um, tweezers to pull things out. When we're talking about things like rattlesnakes, the, the, truly the best thing, the best first aid tip with a rattlesnake bite is your car keys. That is the best Thing that you can provide for your pet is to get them in the vehicle and get them to a veterinarian right away. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that you can do in the field that's going to increase their survival better than seeing a veterinarian as fast as you can. That being said, all those kind of things out there that people tell you to do for rattlesnake bites, you know, we don't want to do most of those things. Um, so yeah, all those things that you hear about cutting it, sucking the venom out, um, you know, putting a tourniquet on it, putting ice on it, all of those are completely wrong. Um, they will actually increase the rate of the venom, um, affecting the animal. So what you want to do is keep the pet calm. You want to keep the bite area, whatever part of the body has been bitten, keep it below the heart level. That slows the rate that the venom reaches uh, the rest of the pet. Um, and maybe within that first aid kit, you can have some Benadryl. It, it won't hurt in the event of a, a snake bite, but it's certainly not going to be the cure-all that's going to really save them. Uh, prompt veterinary attention is really the best thing for any of these snake bites, and which can be trouble. You know, if you're traveling, I don't know if you're out in some of these remote areas, um, but but uh, that's unfortunately is a, maybe a good directory to veterinarians in the areas that you are traveling through for emergency centers would also be a good thing to have some points along the road that you know you can contact day or night um, a veterinary service. Oh, okay. So uh, keep keep the, uh, the the bite below their heart and uh, just as fast as you can go get get someplace. I knew I knew that cutting it all that stuff was. Uh, uh, bogus, but I thought perhaps a tourniquet, but I don't know, you know, you, you can overhide yeah. a tourniquet. They don't even recommend tourniquets on people hardly anymore. Exactly. And what the problem is with the tourniquet is that, you know, it, while it may keep that venom in that area, it actually can enhance the tissue effects of the venom in that particular area. So it can make it much worse. Um, so that's really why we don't want to do that. And, you know, there is a, you know, rattlesnake vaccine out there, um, for pets that are maybe in higher, uh, risk, uh, lifestyles and areas. It's, you know, it's still out there a little bit in the veterinary community, whether or not it truly helps, um, the survival after snake bite um, because we do occasionally see pets that have had the rattlesnake vaccine that still don't always make it from a rattlesnake bite. So um, it, it's definitely not 100%, um, but that might be even one thing to consider if, uh, you know, if your doggie is in those kind of high-risk areas and you want to do what you can to try to try to help them out. Is there a, uh, uh, some sort of a timetable that you could give me, you know, I mean? Like how fast to get to the vet? How fast to get Yesterday. as fast as you as fast as you can? We knew that use of the anti-venin um, that we use to help counter the reaction to snake bites that ideally ought to be um, administered within four hours. But truly, within the first thirty minutes to an hour is really we're talking get to the vet as quickly as you can. Um, so we don't really want to even put a timeline on it. It is that imperative to 
speed counts. <laughs> but don't tell the trooper I said that. <laughs> Thanks, Randy, for your call. Good question. We don't uh, we don't often hear people preparing or being preventative in their care for their animals. They usually call when something's already happened. And so it's good to know ahead of time if your animal gets bit by a snake. Now, you're out there in the desert, so you probably have all these scorpions and snakes and all that stuff. You probably see that a lot at your practice in Las Vegas. Yeah, we sure do. Um, scorpions. Gosh, I just killed one the other day in our house. Well, I didn't. You know, someone, uh, my husband did. But it, it, it was big, ugly, and very scary looking. You know, if you get those things moving with their tail gets going rattling back and forth, it's it's pretty frightening. It makes my hair go up on my, my body. <laughs> Stacy Cohn working hard in the newsroom. What's going on? Well, coming up, I've got a list of some of the things that can really be dangerous to your pets. And one of them, believe it or not, is macadamia nuts. They can actually cause your dog to become paralyzed. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Also on the show today, the real poop scoop on pet sitting, creating financial freedom, playing with pets. It's a brand new book by Bonnie Best, and Bonnie will be joining us in just a few minutes to tell you how you can make lots of money. Yeah, that's uh, on the way here at Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. You smell like a pig. You might not be able to say that much longer. Purdue University scientists are trying to determine why pigs smell so much and how they can make it stop. Their research is in response to growing pressure from federal regulators, environmentalists, and rural residents sick of the stench. Linda and Perry Trader's Indiana backyard is so stinky from a nearby hog farm, they have to stay inside, never using their swimming pool. Scientists are attacking the stink where it starts. Hogs are fed experimental feeds to help change the strong sulfur and ammonia smells they leave behind. And the research is promising. Scientists say that pig farms won't ever smell great, just maybe more like cattle farms. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. 
At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Our connection with our pets, it's Animal Radio. Am I talking to this thing there? I'm sorry. How long have you been doing this? Yes, Hal. Debbie has a new dog. Dr. Debbie has a new dog. I'm sorry, I don't address her as Debbie. She told me that the other day. She says, you know, I've gone to school to become a doctor. Don't be calling me Debbie. You call me Dr. Debbie. Dr. Debbie. And then bow down, especially if you have a question. But uh, she's got a brand new dog. Little puppy. Little puppy. We'll be talking to her about that in just a few minutes. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. For those, those that wrote on Facebook and Twitter and emails asking about Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. Her surgery went fine. How much did that set you back? Ah, uh, $1,800. Wow. I know. I had to take out a loan. I don't have that kind of money. Wow. So, but she had to get it done. What could I do? No, you got to do that. There's some breeds that are predisposed to that, and you don't want it to get worse. We thought it was cute. You know, at first she was taking her leg and sticking it out back, especially after she went to the bathroom. She'd mm-hmm. stretch it out. And we thought that was just a cute little thing she was doing, a little dance after she goes poo. Because, you know, some animals have a special little dance after they go. <laughs> but it turns out that she was trying to get her ligament back in joint. Yeah, put her kneecap back. Put her kneecap back. So, uh, so there you go. You learn from our mistakes. If your animal's doing that, you might want to have their... Patella checked out. Checked out before. I don't know if there's anything they can do before if it's uh, predisposed. I don't know what they can do. Have your vet. Just tell your vet if you have that situation and be looking for it if you have one of those small toy breed dogs. Yes. Hi, Bob. Welcome to the show. Hi, Vladi. Great to talk to you again. So here's the problem. We have Bob, 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 Bob. That was a hail, not, not the Vladi. It wasn't my hail. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, he's our main host, so... I'm sorry. Yeah, this is you're with me right now. So, Bob, how can I help you? Yes, uh, we've got. You know my style. Start with the question. Yes, I've got a, a a boxer that continually barks at us while we're sleeping, and right in our face, she wants something we just don't know what. Can you tell us? And how do we stop her from barking? Oh my gosh, Bob! If you were the woman, I would kiss you. It's just a, such a <laughs> concise way of asking the questions. Now I need the KGB to ask you some surrounding and my okay. terms. Okay, so you have a one boxer, two boxers, just quick. One boxer, two great, uh, two English bulldogs. Okay, oh my gosh, they're wonderful. They, uh, they, they, they're a great match. And the problems you have with boxers, with boxer, excuse me, with one boxer, yes? Yes, one boxer, right. And he sleeps in your bedroom? She sleeps on our bed, gets off and plays with the English Bulldogs because they're too big to jump on. The, the bed's too high. If you listen, now I'm not going to kiss you because, you know, if you listen to me, you know what I'm going to tell you about sleeping in the beds. Um, I know. So, she, so the, she sleeps with you in your bed and she barks in the morning? Barks in the morning, barks at night. When we're trying to sleep, she in our face. Right in oh our face, gosh. she's barking, trying to tell us something or trying to get us up to play with her. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Humans and dogs have a special spike of the day when they have a most energy. 
This yeah. is what you're telling me. It's not a new thing, too, because that's happening once in a while in my practice, this type of a complaint. Sometimes it's at 4 p.m. when the people tell me the dog goes crazy. Sometimes it's in the night. Sometimes it's around 11 a.m. So, interesting. That's the three things happening. So, my approach to that would be double punch um, with a with heavy Russian fist. I'm going to address symptoms and the cause. Remember, any, co- any co- cause for any behavior problem includes yours. It's just three things to look at. Number one, lack of structures or discipline in the dog's life. Number two, not meeting the dog's major needs, which is physical, mental, and social, are not being met in the proper way. And number three, all type of frustrations, pulling on the leash, um, barking and charging through the window, which is developing, it's called scientifically freedom frustration, which developing um, all that hyperactive behavior and doggy ADD and all this surrounding things. So if you could start with the structures, that structures involved doing physical exercises. And again, if you listen to our show before, I said, not taking your dog for four or five miles walk. I want you to get your dog in the backyard along with those, you know, um, English bulldogs and make them run. I know it's not an easy idea to make them run, but you can be creative. You can do simple way as far as um, tossing the balls and if your dog tennis balls and if the dog doesn't bring it I don't care I have a few of them and I gotta keep him running back and forth if he doesn't want to do that I would check website by name chaseitpettoys.com chaseitpettoys.com this is the way how you play with your dog like with a like with a cat uh, it's a life type of the animals attached to the special stick and you just kind of it's amazing and you, you, your dog will be get tired so quickly it doesn't take too much so it's, called, that, it's called Chase It Pet Toys? Chase It, Chase It, like a Chase It, Pet right. Toys dot com. Toys, chase plural. Chase It, Pet Toys dot com. Yep, sorry, if I still have a Michigan, California accent, I'm not sure. So, <laughs> love you. Okay, so that would I do first. And I would do it before I go to the bed, you believe it or not. I would do it around 10, 9, or 11 o'clock, whatever you go to the bed. Like, Almost like one, two hours before I go to the bed. And next, I would do some obedience training. I would do stuff with a very simple, teaching the dog walk on the leash without pulling. Uh, if, you, if you're visiting animalradio.com and see the videos, or just Google Animal Radio Russian Dog Wizard on YouTube, it's going to come up with a video showing me how I train Akita walking on the, loose, on the loose leash by reversing directions and using very special color, which can be bought. You can, you can buy those colors similar to them um, in your local store. So it's a very simple. Uh, you know, just and, and you don't need to go anywhere, Bob. All that needs to be done in your bedroom, in uh, the living room, family room, and the backyard. And that's the training. It's simple things. Walking, not allowed to go ahead of you. Focusing on control exercise, like sit-stay and down-stay for one minute. Sit-stay one, one minute takes as much energy, like one mile to run. So if you would absorb that physical energy for the physical exercise and mental energy for the mental stimulations, your dog is going to be tired. Tired dog is the very good 
dog. Tired dog sleep well. Like a tired kid sleep well. <laughs> so, I mean, if it's okay, you know, if you want to continue her sleep there, okay. I mean, but if not, if it's going to continue on, I would put her in the crate next to my bed. Eventually, I don't want to use the crate. Don't get me wrong. I would use the dog yeah. bed. But, you know, right now, you're not going to harass you through the night. That's why, you know, right. maybe not barking, but still harassing. So, I would put in the nice crate, but next to me. So, if she... Right doing something wrong, I just slap, not the dog, that crate, as I say, ah, boom, and turn around and going to get some sleep because you're alpha. You're not supposed to be bothered by someone, okay? Right. But if you do these things, it's a less likely anything could happen. But if it still happened, that way you have to grab the gun. Not the real one, my friend, but yes, the yes. air one. Uh, Google pet convincer. You need pet convincer, and in your situation, you also will need to get high output nozzle it's a combination of two technology in one it's a spraying air air blast and it's also silent whistle two in one wow. once address the cause and it didn't work i'm sure it will but if it doesn't just you know push the button one convincing air blast that barking behavior will be in the past bob i really enjoyed talking to you thank you thank you one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team right now, and let's take another call for Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire, Joy Turner, and we have BJ. Hey, BJ, welcome to the show. Hi, Joy. Hello, BJ. How can I help you today? Well, you've talked to Bo before, and we were in. He's just been off his feet. He don't want to get in the truck. He's just acting like, Mom, I just do not want to get in there. I'm not sure if it's I've had too many people in here early this spring or if he's mad at me because we were in a truck wreck the other day. Okay, and Bo is a dog or a cat? Bo is my boss. My boss to a rat. Okay. Oh, he gives me such a big sigh, BJ. He says, and I think it has to do with the accident. He says he just is not so sure that that truck is safe for us to get into anymore. Ah, so, that's what I was afraid of. So I'm going to make a couple of suggestions for you. Just put him into the truck and sit there for a while. Don't do anything. Don't even start it. What you're trying to do is basically reorient him to the fact that the truck is safe. And you do that in little steps. So you put him in there. You let him sit in there. You make play with him or feed him or something like that so that he gets to associate good things again with the truck, then turn it on, do the same kinds of things, get him in and out often so that it isn't such an, oh, my gosh, I have to be in here forever and I'm not afraid, or I am afraid, so I'm not feeling safe. And then maybe you turn it on and drive a few feet or around the block or something. So you have to watch his reaction so that he's not freaking out about it and help it be easy for him and fun for him to be in the truck again. And then you can build up to longer distances like you need to when you're driving. Well, see, we were in the wreck, and then we got dumped into a motel that night, and we got put on the second floor where we were going up and down elevators. Yeah, that whole experience was just so traumatic to him. He never wants to do it again. I I don't either. (laughs) And I've been trying to tell him, you know, This was an accident, and we're not doing this. Everything is cool. Okay, well, you're going to want to keep listening because I'm going to talk to you about some things. Last week, one of the tips that I gave to you was about the word not and to stop using it because 
you we create pictures in our mind as we talk and there is no picture for not so when you tell him we're not going to be doing this again the energy is a negative energy but the picture is we're going to be doing it again so i would use words that are more accurate for him which would be things like safe we're safe in the truck the truck's going to be good that happened once in a lifetime and our time is over now so from now on we're going to be safe those kinds of things that are positive actual what he will be experiencing instead of what he's not going to be okay, okay? i've been trying to talk, tell him you know i took the truck in had her checked over everything is cool Yeah, and he he doesn't get most of that BJ so he just needs to know it's safe. That's the word he needs to hear. Okay? okay? He, just, he just clings to me and I get the feeling it was from the wreck that mom got yeah. the truck last yesterday and he got smoked again like is she here again. Hmm. Yeah, he just needs to know he's safe. So keep using that word for him, okay? Okay. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for your call. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're okay. Definitely. We need all the listeners we can get. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, put that baby away. It's making your pet fat. New research reveals that pet obesity grows in households that have a new baby. Why do our furry friends pack on more pounds when a newborn arrives? Well, 78% of new parents said their dog was free to gobble up food that was dropped from the baby's high chair. Who wants to sweep and mop up? You've got a dog. The dog's like a human vacuum. It eats it in 30 seconds and then licks the floor. <laughs> So it's war. It might be a little sticky, but who cares? It's clean, right? 65% admitted that they had less time for dog walks or didn't feel comfortable bringing the dog during baby stroller walks. Merrick Pet Care of Amarillo, Texas, they're recalling a single lot of their doggy wishbone pet treats. It's item number 29050. Uh they are recalling them because they have the potential to be contaminated with salmonella. You can check our website animalradio.com for the exact UPC code and the numbers. Hey, if you get stressed out easily, you may be a cat person. Researchers from the University of Texas at Austin, they discovered that cat people were as a group 12% more neurotic than dog people. I you know what? I would probably agree with that 100%. I have no neurosis and I own 3 dogs and guess how many cats? Zero. I know. I Ooh, don't throw that at your radio. <laughs> All the cat people are getting up right now. They're very upset. Everybody loves their pets, but sometimes you can love them to death and not in a good way. Here are some things that could be harmful to your pets that you probably didn't realize. And I want to thank Pedigree Pet Foods for this list. Well, a lot of times uh, you don't think about it. You're just sitting there eating a raisin and you throw one to the dog. Well, that's not a good thing. This is a problem because when eaten in large amounts, grapes and raisins can cause renal failure in dogs. And it's safe to say you should never season your dog or cat's food with soup mix like with grapes and raisins. A small amount of either of these things won't cause harm, but if they get into the French onion soup, there's enough onions and garlic to cause anemia and that can destroy red blood cells. And when it comes to Hawaiian delicacies, your dog may love a little bit of the pig roast, but stay away from the macadamia nuts. Surprisingly, macadamia nuts can cause dogs to become paralyzed in their hind legs. Fortunately, it'll go away in 12 to 24 hours, but uh there are no long-term effects. It can just be pretty scary for your dog not to be able to get up. Um, you know, I would be scary for me if I could. You know that feeling like when your your feet are asleep and you try and walk and you stumble all over the place? 
It's not good. Chocolate, everybody knows chocolate products can essentially be seen as amphetamines of the dog world. They can cause your dog to vomit, get diarrhea, and become hyperactive. And in large doses, they can be very poisonous. So if you would like a complete list of some of the other dangers, you can always go to uh, AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z well, I don't think I've ever seen Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard dance before or do any kind of Russian jig. Until today, <laughs> that was pretty interesting. That wasn't was it? pretty cool. Yeah. That was—I didn't realize you were—you're you're quite the dancer there. Yeah. You know what? I, today I'm on the run, and plus, I really love our our next guest, uh, who is the wonderful book writer. And I haven't seen the dog on that topic before. It's really oh, inspired me. Pet sitting? You were telling me that there's some pet sitters that make you know six hundred, seven hundred thousand oh. dollars a year. All the time, especially in the area where I live, in the SoCal, in Newport Beach, and, uh, you know, in Orange County, this is the norm. Okay, the book is called The Real Poop Scoop on Pet Sitting, Creating Financial Freedom, Playing with Pets. Sort of like what we do. We like to, to play with pets all day long and get paid to do that. Bonnie Best, the author, is joining us. Bonnie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So tell us, how did you get into this? Was this, uh, uh, did you have a, like a real job and then decide to do pet sitting? What was the trend? Come on, Hal, this is the real job she's doing right now. But Seriously, Hal, this is the best job now. Well, yeah, what happened was I was a veterinarian technician, and my husband was in the Air Force, and we had planned to open a boarding kennel when he retired. And the long story short is I met a pet sitter at the veterinary hospital one one day, and I didn't really realize you could you know make a living at this job so i after talking to her and getting some statistics and hearing her story i thought well it would really work out better for me to be able to stay home or be at home when my daughter was home from school and work my schedule around her other than being you know at work and being called into work and things like that so that's how i got started in the business if you would if i could ask you three things which uh, would be uh, your advice would beginning pet sitters would never make those mistakes. What are the three mistakes ah. you've done and you would do it differently right now if you would start it again? Actually, what I, for me, it, it seemed to be real natural. What I would say to people that I see are the three mistakes is, number one, a lot of people think, you know, it sounds like a really fun little job and how cute it is. So the you first have to pick thing up a lot of I would sorry. do is find out really what pet sitting entails and the responsibility of it. And then also the hours 
that you're going to be working. Uh, that's that's a big misconception on a lot of people's part. They it's, really think they're going to work Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. It's when everybody else is off playing. Exactly. So I have a lot of girls that work for me, and they find out right away that, um, you know, this isn't really what they love the pets. That's not the problem. It's actually when you're expected to to um, be around for your customers and then they want to take off, and you, you just can't do that. You know, holidays and weekends are your big working time. I remember, tell tell you one secret. When I start, when I just came to America, Bonnie, I could not even say hi, uh, how are you, whatever. I just said, what do you do? And didn't, did not understand even the answer. So I started like a pet sitter. And I was sleeping with the dogs overnight. I sometimes was driving to some rich people to adjust the condition because their dogs supposed to be, you know, uh, like this type of uh, temperature at this Part of the time in Michigan, it's very cold, for instance, like, and even turning the TV channel from one to another, what they told me their dogs like to watch. Yes. The customers, you have to cater to them um, and, and do what they want. As far as sleepovers and things like that, the, the best thing about this career is you can have whatever kind of business you want and offer the services you want. Sure. Um, at the beginning, I, you know, I tell people, do whatever you humanly can to cater to your customers. I used to do a lot of sleepovers, and now I've, I don't do them myself so much anymore. But um, you do have to cater to your customers, and I think it's really good when you can show your customers that you will do exactly what they want, like putting on a TV station or music, whatever, to keep their pets happy, because ultimately the human has to be happy to continue using your service. Is there money to be made in this? Absolutely. That's why I named it The Real Poop Scoop. Okay. Um, is because The Real Scoop was that I was doing this, and I, I found out people just thought I was doing something fun on the side, and my husband was taking care of me, and, you know, people couldn't make a living at this. And uh, one day my husband said, do you know how much money you're making? I was making about as much as he was at that particular wow. point, and I still wasn't really working 40 hours per week. Yeah. I just really wanted to make a little extra money, to help my daughter go to piano lesson and ballet, and, and I didn't want to be at a regular job because I couldn't cater to her. I really wanted to be home with her. And then once she got in high school, I started thinking, what am I going to do now? Should I? And I thought, well, it's all I really know, and why not try and take it to the next level? And the average pet sitter today makes about $48,000 a year. So if yeah, you're a stay-at-home mom area. or a college student, you, know, <laughs> you can bring in the extra money you want or make it into a full-time career. I have to say, I had a lot of time off in October and February, and going, then I worked Judy? like crazy from November 15th to January 5th, you know. I'm, I'm going to go for <laughs> how much you charge. Hold on, hold on, guys. How much you charge per, 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 per visit? I'm just wondering. I want to compare with California because oh. my son charging 50 bucks per visit. Oh, my goodness. I, I need to move to California. <laughs> you know, it is relative to where you live. I charge in my area $18 a visit today. Now, there's a girls that still charge between 13 and up to Scottsdale. I mean, it could be 25. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give away difference. 10 of these books right now. <laughs> nine, so Hal. Nine. I, I'm, I need one. I'm afraid you won't come to work next week. I know. I'm going to go make some money. Okay. It's called... Re read that book and, and move to California. That's what my advice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the funny thing is I was working for the vet my veterinarian friends, and that's what they said. They thought I'd be back in a couple months, but I, I was making more money than I could as a veterinary technician, and wow. I'm still not back to work, and they, they tease me. The real And you're getting scoop. to do what your heart loves to do instead of having to go to some other 
place. Oh yeah, and dictated. I you know I go and play with pets all day. I mean yeah, there's responsibility and there's some cleaning and all that stuff. But basically, I am just with pets all day long, and um, you know I wear jeans and my tennis shoes, and I don't have to get all dolled up if I don't feel like it. And it, I I, I, I send my son. I send I send my son to work in the pet store for the few days, uh-huh. and oh my gosh! After that, he turned around and said, "No way! I got to do it on my own." And it's yeah. from that time on, he's <laughs> well, and it's so different when you're in their home. If this describes you, and you'd like a copy of the book right now, be one of the first nine ten call, nine callers. Nine callers at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to pick up on the book. Now, if you don't get through today, you can get this book where pretty much anywhere online. Can you go to therealpoopscoop.com? Yes, you can order it through the website, therealpoopscoop.com, or you can just get it right on Amazon. Uh, you can order it, it's, you know, it's available as a Nook book at Barnes & Nobles, and you can order it through Barnes & Nobles. And also, I, Amazon has it on Kindle, and, and of course, like I said, through Hell, the p- website, p- p- realpoopscoop.com. Hell, put one book for me, please. We'll put it right now. Put, put it yeah, on. one for me, too, Hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you guys are going to have to go online to get your books, uh, just like everybody else, or go to your... Uh, can no you get it at a bookstore? Can a bookstore order this book? I, I know Barnes & Nobles can. Okay. I'm not sure about some of the other ones. And we'll put her information over at AnimalRadio.com. i got to say, I've seen a lot of books like this, but it, not like this book. This is yeah. this is a much better... I mean, a lot of them cover the same topics, mm-hmm. but not like this. This is very well done. Probably oh, my you. favorite pet sitting book that I've seen so far. The Real Poop Scoop on Pet Sitting. Create Financial Freedom Playing with Pets. We're going to play with some more pets and answer your calls next, right here on Animal Radio. Thanks, Bonnie. Thank you so much. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. Feels like time's running out. Collection calls are coming every day, and you're two payments behind on your mortgage. You need help. We're Credit Card Relief, and we've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. Call Credit Card Relief right now. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252, 866-800-5252. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, Alan, welcome to the show. Yeah, my name is Don. What's going on, Alan? Yeah, my mom's dog was following my mom yesterday, like vacuuming. And my mom was vacuuming yesterday, and her dog got something in her eye. 
and the dog died. And the dog died? Oh, in the dog's eye. Oh, in the dog's eye. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I misunderstood there. Okay. And so what is the doggy doing right now? The doggy is, like, like trying to, like, get something out of the dog's eye. It's not getting out. And my mom is wondering what should she do to get it out. Okay. So um, he's rubbing at the eye, scratching at the eye? Yeah. Okay. And is he squinting in it and holding it closed? Yeah. Okay. All right. The, the first thing I'm going to tell you is that anytime a dog has um, squinting in the eye, that means there's, there's pain there. So there's discomfort. So my best recommendation is to get him evaluated by a veterinarian because we want to make sure he doesn't have any kind of abrasion on his eye, um, which would be termed a corneal ulcer. Um, so that's the hard thing. When you have a squinting eye, you can have that from pain of any sort. Um, but an ulcer can be very serious. So we don't want to delay that and um, do home care if we're in that level of discomfort for the eye. Um, now, certainly in the short term, the things I would do um, in any emergency kit for people at home with dogs, when we're talking about eyes, I want some contact saline rinse that you would use for your um your family members that might have contacts. You can use that as an eye irrigating solution to loosen things that might be under the eyelids or any kind of particulates, any kind of dust or anything like that that might be in the eye. That's perfectly safe for dogs to use that. Um, now, that being said, you can also use things like um, artificial tears that are also sold in the contact uh, the contact uh, lens aisle. Um, Refresh brand tears is just one of the types of tears that you can put in to help kind of make the the eyes feel more comfortable. But that's a short-term thing. If that baby's eye is red, squinting, and we're uncomfortable, you really need to get the baby into the veterinarian, and very likely, we'd want to do something called a corneal stain. And it's a type of a stain technique that we put um, this dye on the eye, and it helps to outline any kind of scratches or ulcers that could be on the surface of the eye. Um, if we have something like that, there's a certain regimen, certain type of the treatment that needs to be done. So that's why it's so important to see your vet if we're in that kind of category of things. Um, and definitely, I'd say at this point, you said this is already the day later that the eye is, he's still squinting? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd say, uh, you know, that would definitely be a timeline that I'd, I'd get the baby to the veterinarian. I just don't like, there's some situations where it's good and there's a lot of tips you can do at home, but there's that point where we cross the line where we are maybe not doing the pet the best by them if we're delaying seeing the veterinarian. And I'd have to say this, this warrants a call uh, to get the baby in. So go to your vet. Tell your mama that I said. <laughs> Gotta go. Thanks for your okay. thanks for your call, Alan. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to speak with any one of the Dream Team toll free right now. This is Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct and the ASPCA. And when I'm not out busting bad guys for abusing animals, I am home listening to Animal Radio. Three things which is driving me nuts. What's driving you nuts, Lottie? Three things. Um, Oh, my gosh. When when I come to my client's home and 
Oh, they start to ask me those three questions were driving me crazy. Number one, I want my dog to bark, Vlade, because I tell them no bark, no barking policies. Oh, those people, and most of them Europeans, you know. <laughs> Really? <laughs> because, yeah, because you see in Europe, if the dog bites someone, eh, come on, you give some vodka or something, and you're done with that, you know. And the barking, you know, they say, oh, I want my dog tell me if somebody is here. Listen, people, most of you don't live in Moscow or in Detroit or Santa Ana here in California where the gunshot like a doorbell. You live in the, and those people live in the gated communities, you know. You need to know KGB, almost, almost like KGB, you can't even get in. You know, and, and and they are complaining about oh, if somebody gets in, if somebody were, you know what, if if you dog, all dogs who bite, they start to bark. That's the first step. Barking creates a, a very bad energy and health energy, which turns into the drive, and eventually, eventually, your dog will bite someone. So, dog have a natural instinct. Most of them do. Do not allow them to bark. If you allow them to bark, you're looking for trouble. Number two. You tell them, you got to exercise your dog. Oh, I exercise my dog. Well, what are you doing? Well, I take my dog for a walk for, for three miles. I don't know whether people got this idea, probably by watching Cesar Milan, which the only, they, they, they sincerely help believe the only dog has is just taking them and run and run and run and the rest of the things that falls into place. No, my dear. You can take your dog, especially if it's crazy lap, a golden who can be running all day in the field, comes back to you, look in your eyes and just say, <laughs> what, I going, what I'm going to do next, you know? You can take that dog for the five miles straight. You will be about dying. Your dog is not going even to be warm up. What? You can exercise your dog very easily in the privacy of your uh, balcony or in the privacy in your backyard, and you don't need even to break the sweat. Get a few balls, tennis balls or sticks, and make your dog run back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, without stopping, with constant changing direction and speed. It takes just five, ten minutes, two times per day, you're done. But what, the, what you really need to exercise your dog mentally, do something with the dog's brain. One minute sits Day takes as much energy as one mile to run. If you make your dog walk with you, uh, uh, next to you, slightly behind you, for maybe 500 yards, that's all. It, that's all what she needs because she's thinking through the process, you know. And the last thing is, when you talk about obedience value, they say, "Oh my." And especially when the dog bites, they don't see correlations. They say, yeah, my dog, I want to stop my dog from biting. I want to stop my dog from this, from this, for that. And when you tell them, well, you, you have to, your dog needs to be obedient. Oh, my dog, listen to me. Most of them. And my answer is, yes, but not in the time. When you when you needed it most, in the time when you needed the most, the dog is gone, and that's all the dogs do. They listen to us when nothing else to do. If something better than listening, you people, you know, I mean, the squirrel is running. You can use you can use American cheese, Russian kalbasa, vodka, whatever comes first. But but the dog will still chase it this because the dogs don't have reinforced obedience training. Reinforced obedience training is to teach you dog to do something in the time when they would rather not. Remember, the only difference between okay trained dog 
and perfectly trained dog is the do perfectly trained dog is the one who trained around the distractions that is why all my clients tell in other clients in other people who they know if your dog hasn't been trained by vladi your dog hasn't been trained at all let's go train another dog right now toll free it's 1-866-405-8405 we have jimmy on the phone hey jimmy welcome to animal radio hey thanks what's going on well, the wife has uh, recently acquired a, a small dog, an inside dog, and was using the training pads to uh, train him to use, to use the rep bathroom. And uh, it's got to where he doesn't want to use those pads. He wants to go off in different rooms of the house and places like that. Okay, Jimmy. Here is the here is the quick solution to you. You know, I, I'm not going to. Uh, it, it it doesn't take PhD PhD to teach your dog where to pee. You know, if, if, you, if you listen to our show, we just recently interviewed one person, and the hell asked such a simple question, how stop the dog from jumping on someone? Oh, my gosh, it was about probably five, ten minutes. I was listening. I was thinking maybe I have something English problems. You know, sometimes you translate something. I didn't even understand any of the answer. I didn't even hear the answer. But this is the simple things. You're driving in the right direction just in the wrong car. Using P-Path, that's okay. But the only thing you need to do, uh, just add to your routine. Or crate your dog, and uh, when the dog is not crate, bring in that area, or the better off, allow your dog to train on its own. And how to do that? Create the running uh, running pen, it calls. Go to the local pet store, very inexpensive, 40 45 or maximum six, 60 bucks. It's worth it to get uh, like a pen, like a, uh, like a metal uh, play area, play pen for the pets. And for the little dog, work like a magic. Uh, make sure two-thirds of that play pen would be pee pads. Keep your dog there all the time on another side of the of the empty spot, put uh, a dog bed or crate, something, toys, put it. The dog not going to pee there. They're going to naturally pee there on the pee pads. Eventually, you will move the pee pad, do smaller and smaller, and clean, uh, opening the space with the, uh, special products like a simple solution, one shot plus, uh, natural miracle, whatever you can get from your local store, and eventually you will need to take this PPN is off, and your dog will be trained. Thank you for calling us. That's all we have time for. Remember, you can get in touch with us all week long at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We have a voicemail attached to that phone number, just in case you don't want to be on the air and you have a question about your pet. Or you can email us. All our individual email addresses over at animalradio.com. Or you can just send it off to your voice at AnimalRadio.com. We'll get it to the right place. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Bye-bye. Bye. Back to you next time, guys. Bye. Good job. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.